We're off to a rolling start live from Los Angeles. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the Monday, August 6th edition. We are back, back in black like ACDC. We are in the secret podcast studios, mm -hmm. not inside my studio apartment in Chicago, Illinois, but no, we are in <laughs> Los Angeles. That's a podcast joke for a different podcast. Oh, okay. Because uh, Colt Cabana uh -huh. is always doing his podcast from his studio apartment. <laughs> that's like a, that, that's a thing from another pod, pod, podcast. Podcast. And you, oh my lord, I forgot to write down the format. You have no format. We are going to fly by the seat of our pants. Hello, Rosa. Hello, my love. Mwah. We're going to fly by the seat of our pantaloons. I forgot to write the format. I have this laptop in front of me where I could have been writing down the format the entire time, but I didn't do it. So, hey, let's just. Let's just go. Let's just go. See what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens. <laughs> so, earlier today, I paid a visit to Mr. Sam Zia at his casa. Wanted to see his mm -hmm. familia. I got to give the little, little, little Lily Monster a hug. Got to see little JoJo. And Sam sat me down, and I finally watched Ready oh, Player yeah. Juan. Finally. I, fin I finally saw it. I finally know. It's about what, what? time. It's about <laughs> damn time. I, I know. I saw it. We watched it. It was a. It was a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what? I enjoyed it. It. It was yeah. a very Spielberg esque mm -hmm. film. He worked in all of his Spielberg isms. Yeah. All of these things. It was. A, it was very Spielberg esque. He. He. He did what. Spielberg does. Oh, no. oh Rosa, that, that, that segment is for the end of the show. On, on Facebook Live, Rosa's putting down the What Dre Learned. What Dre Learned is at the end of the show. <laughs> that, 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 that's where we work in some of the yeah. some, some, some comedy. Spielberg, Spielberg did a wonderful job with Ready Player <laughs> Spielberg, One. Spielberg, yes. Oh. Mexican knockoff. The, the Mexican knockoff of Steven Spielberg. Steven, 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 Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> And yeah, so I finally saw it. And, you know, it was uh, a whole lot of pop culture references. I mm -hmm. it was over as you guys described it. It was an overwhelming. It was it was lousy with pop culture references, mm -hmm. and I, I was overwhelmed. Um, uh, if we want to take it into the R rating, it was freaking bukake of freaking <laughs> just like everywhere, just yeah. from all directions. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, Battletoads, Jurassic Park, yeah. ah, ah, Overwatch. It was like, oh my God. So many nerd boners firing um, at and, yeah. then, and then Sam was just sitting there like, Commodore 64, Intellivision, yeah. Duran Duran, Buckaroo Banzai. He's just like, he's like his escalating nerd boner was like, he put a, you could have put a tray of food on your, on your <laughs> nerd boner and like had, had lunch. By the end, it was like, it was like a flagpole. <laughs> it's like all, all these things, though, because you know, as this like, the, the writer of the movie, like, he's probably around our same age, in late thirties, approaching forties. So grew up in the eighties. So it was heavy, heavy with the with the eighties in it. And then the little featurette that you put on afterwards, you know, where Spielberg explained he tried to keep he had to hold back to keep his own stuff from out of the movie. Like, yeah, yeah. He was like, you know, he didn't want to just fill it with his own things. He wanted to like really hit it with as much as they could. Well, within the restrictions, because obviously the book had a lot of Star Wars and a lot yeah. of which they could not do because Disney's like, 
nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you, you cannot Star Wars here. <laughs> I do love the fact that they threw in such a beautiful Star Trek reference with the, his casket. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah. That, like, that. The, the casket of the, 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 the Steve Jobs. Oh, low network connection. Oh, oh, connection available. Hey, sorry. There might have been a, a hiccup in the live podcast right now. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, liked, uh, I, I liked that little... Uh, Little nod to, yeah. to Star Trek and yeah, that, that 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 Steve Jobsian guy who came yeah. up with the Oasis the little headset you put on. You go to another world and you escape all your problems. Hey, how far away do you think we are from that? Uh, not far enough. Right. <laughs> we are not far away enough from that. In in my personal opinion, yeah. that, that that can that that can happen after I die. <laughs> Honest to God, I want that. I, I know you want that. I, I you would have so much fun in there. Yeah, absolutely, and it's. I mean, with that kind of technology. What's up? Nice. What's up, Ness Conquers All? Nice. Is that our good friend, Matt Ness? That is Matt Ness. Oh, man. Uh, Matt Ness is watching us on Twitch. See, I loved, I loved the idea of having a piece of ourselves being able to live in perpetuity. If we can't live forever, and if, we can't, if we're not creative enough to write a Shakespearean-like you know, play or we can't make a great movie or a great yeah. actor or a great athlete that's going to be immortalized just by our actions. A piece of us can live on forever in, in perpetuity based off of these things. Yeah, based off of these things. Just, just like uh, that. Inherently, that's what the creator in the in the movie, the, the guy, I, I already forgot his name, even though I heard his name like 1,500 times. Like Halliday, was it? Yeah. Halliday. Uh, Halliday, there we yeah. go. Like, like, the, like the starting pitcher from the <laughs> like Roy Halliday. See, I'm, I'm I'm writing down notes because th- thanks to viewer Jenny Matthews, she reminded me of something I was going to talk about on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching, Sam is being yeah. Oh, Sam, yes. Uh, Ness on Twitch is saying uh, Sam is being covered by the little playroom bot. No, he prefers it that way. He yeah. likes he likes to keep keep covered because it helps keep the identity of the the secret podcast studio, which is the, the probably one of the wor- one of the worst kept secrets if you know me personally. <laughs> So yeah, the, 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 the yeah the robot head is just on, if you're watching this on Twitch, the robot head is just on Sam's head. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but I I I, I honestly I wouldn't want it. Like, I, no, keeping our legacy would be awesome, and obviously, yeah. well, the way our society works, everything is all, always cycles back. That's true. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the '90s have been coming yeah. back in a firestorm right now, so we're due for like another '80s revival in the in the next freaking five to ten years. Well, no, you know what the the another '70s it, revival. Here's Ooh. how the pattern of it usually typically works. It's the 20, 30 years after that decade, mm-hmm. the people who are kids growing up are the ones who now hold the keys to the creative stuff, and they're the ones making all of the the tributes to those days. Remember when, back in the 90s, it was a huge 70s throwback. That's true. Because all of the people who were creative writers and everything like that ro- were romanticizing the 70s, made programming that was... A throwback to the seventies. This is very true. Right now, we're I need getting to be a lot dead in twenty or thirty years. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a lot of eighties and nineties throwbacks right now because everybody yeah. who's our age are writing this stuff, and we grew up with this stuff. But are are we so inundated right now with eighties and nineties that it's just going to cycle back now to eighties, nineties again? Because like all these people from now, because I don't know if there's an identity to the to the twenty tens or two thousands other no, than the, drug abuse and hate. The, well, no, it's going to come down to the music of the twenties, a lot of or the two thousands people, the kids that grew up. No, I'm telling you, this is the this is a fact. Oh God, there are people like oh, I, I and I've dated just made people me Ill. who. 
view oh. who when, when oh, they think of I feel Star very Wars, sick right now. No, think about it. When they think of Star oh, yeah. Wars, they immediately associate and they have pleasant pre- thoughts of prequels. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, obviously the kids who are growing up now, that was their Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. Those kids yeah. are now in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, 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 I need someone to put me in the ground in the next five to <laughs> ten years. I No, I can't. I but, literally can't with this. I think, I think the proof that uh, Ready Player One was a science fiction uh, show, uh, movie because uh, – is the internet right? And where was all the racism and the yeah? <laughs> you know, like, oh my god, you are so right. Oh my god, all the you know, the hatred. And like, where is all the hatred? Oh, oh, yeah. There, there's yeah. A, there, they had their own little planet little in the planet. oasis that's called 4chan. Yeah, it's 4chan. <laughs> See now that would have been hilarious yeah. if they had like worked in a reference to 4chan. So like where that that's where all the racism and the hate has gone. It has been it has been sequestered. Oh. Away from us. That's the sequel to the movie, right? That's the sequel. Ready Player Two. (laughs) Have to deal with that. Here comes the alt right. Oh no! (laughs) No, I don't want. I don't want to go there. I can't do it. Get uh, obviously, yeah. This whimsicalness where you can go back to what is what was ideal for you because the main thing that the that that Steve Jobsian character Holiday kept saying, like he he didn't want things to change, but obviously things changed, but. You yeah. can go into this thing and earn yeah. earn money, and it was funny. Like I don't know if that was like a comment on like Bitcoin, where like the money in that in that world is probably worth more than like actual real world money. Yeah. Where like he bought that suit, <laughs> yeah. like the, the haptic suit, the the, the, <laughs> the interactive suit. Like ooh, <laughs> oh my god! There, yeah, that's why I was telling Pete on the way over, and I mentioned to you like it, that movie was deliberately groany sometimes. It was like they were trying to just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was. But just... I had I have only one complaint about. Oh it, yes, and you uh, heard please. about it. I, you so. you told me your complaint. I, I'd like you to elaborate on your complaint, which I agree with you one hundred percent. Pete, I told you about this before mm-hmm. when we saw it in the theater. Yeah, I mentioned this complaint to you, and now that. Gray has seen now that it. I have seen it and I understand. My complaint is that they really, th- whoever made the movie or the book and everything, they thought that gamers are really stupid in the future. <laughs> I mean, dumb. come on. Yeah. Gamers it took them that five fucking years to figure out how to go in reverse? Yeah, for, for those who haven't seen the movie. It was and like, it's spoiler time. It's, on it's movie spoilers, time. yeah. They, <laughs> it's on, it's like on like movie we movie. usually say, when something comes out on home, home entertainment, yeah. it's spoiler time. So... In, oh, in two weeks. <laughs> Those of you who've sheltered yourself from the Avengers, spoilers are coming. Yes. <laughs> Just FYI, that's like a future episode. I already have that on the format in my phone. I'm like, oh, yeah, the day before Avengers comes out on Blu-ray, we're dropping <laughs> both oh, yeah. our testicles deep into that one. Yeah. Just, I'm going to put my balls in it. You're going to dip your balls in it. <laughs> but. I, it was, How it was, could it take them five years to yeah. figure out to drive backwards? It's a it's, fucking slap in the face to it gamers. Is. It is for anybody for anybody watching that played Destiny with us or listening that played Destiny with us. It took them how many hours to fig- figure out the fucking vault of glass? Right, and no. that that involves some serious fucking that, shit. You, right, exactly. This We're, just involved going backwards really like, fast. We would have how figured, I would have done that shit in twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, how could someone not figure out? Like, how had someone not fucked up and just driven backwards by accident? Yeah, there are a bunch of morons. Like someone could drive backwards. Oh shit! Look, there's another route that takes you underneath the T Rex and, and King Kong. Yeah, it five years. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Go, what did all the play testers die? 
has anyone who plays this <laughs> game died? So like, oh, you know what? Because there used to be people at Nintendo, their job was to find things wrong, drive backwards, hit every single wall. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What's up, Art? Thanks for joining us on Facebook Live. It's just, I, I couldn't believe that. That was it, like five years that no one could figure out, go backwards. What the fuck? <laughs> five years. That that that's that's truly the only like nerdy complaint I would have. A, everything else is fine. It was fun, entertaining, cringy. Uh, I, I I if if I were to put on my my my, my douchey freaking fedora to complain about the movie, I would say that the love story was as usual. Oh, it, it, I mean, it's true to the '80s. It was very forced. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love at first internet site. <laughs> I will say that they had to make some changes though from the oh book from the book the movie and. I don't know, Pete. You might know better mm. what some of the changers were. were you, or are I, you someone who's read the book? I never read the book, but I heard the complaints that like mm. he was supposed to be like this, like a true like nerdy dude. Like you wasn't supposed to be cool at all. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't cool. He wasn't. Well, nerdy. he wasn't cool, but like <laughs> he he didn't seem like the outsider. I mean, yeah, know, his his mom's sister, you know, treated him like crap, and his mom's sister's boyfriend was a, a shitty asshole. <laughs> but I mean, stuff like. Uh, uh, more Star Wars stuff was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it was in the book, and they just couldn't and get it. And I think, what was it? Uh, instead of the Iron Giant, it was supposed to be Ultraman. Oh, really? You couldn't get the rights to that? Dude. Uh, okay. Oh, and then, no. See, the one thing I did, I I love, okay, the one thing I did love was uh, near the end, because uh, the bad guy jumps into Mechagodzilla. Yeah. That we, was fucking cool. We lost it. Yeah. I, I was like, as soon as I saw it for him, I'm like, I turned to Sam. Sam, is that Mechagodzilla? Is that Mechagodzilla? Fuck yeah. And the theme starts playing. The theme starts playing. Oh, so, again, 80s kid, I, I grew up on, on freaking, like, yeah. Our local KCOP Channel 13 oh, yeah. doing the freaking Godzilla marathons. I'm like, Dude, fuck yeah. The old UHF stations back in the day. Those are the ones where you could catch some of the best. Oh, shit. some awesome, awesome movies. And the other thing that always tripped me up on that movie, though, was the fact that the bad guy, he looked like Superman. Yeah! yeah. I kept it. Like, yeah. Lily pointed that out when yeah. we were watching it. So I kept expecting him, like, in the in the freaking in the Oasis to turn into Superman yeah. and start fucking shit up. But he never did. I don't know if that's something that was, like, just dropped or. Yeah. I don't know why they did the whole, like, he had the S curl and everything. Yeah. He looked like freaking Clark Kent. Like, it, it, was, business, it was creepy. Business Kent. <laughs> And it was a Warner Bros. movie. They could have easily done that. <laughs> like, yeah, Batman. We saw Batman in the. Yeah. I saw Batman in the background several times. Like mm-hmm. that. That really is a movie. Like I would like to rewatch just to like watch the background and see how much shit they crammed yeah. into it. They just shoved all this stuff into it. That and then the second in the Mecha Godzilla fight, fucking one of the, the the high five. Oh yeah, whoever decided to call them the high five, you're fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid fucking client name. We're the high five. Fuck yourselves. Dude, that, <laughs> that was such a shitty that, game. That's me at five in the afternoon. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That makes more sense. Dr- freaking Sam's high at five, but oh yeah, we're, we're our clan, the high five. I'm like, get out. I was like, get out. You're fired. That was dumb. No, then one one of the, the, the crew members was like, he wouldn't jump in the fight, and then he jumped in the fight in a fucking Gundam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, yes. That was you see fucking the Gundam freaking like fighting Mechagodzilla. Like that 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 I, that that was the fun of this movie. All the crazy yeah. shit. You know, DeLoreans. You see fucking the Halo fucking Spartans just running across it's I, I loved how they did a little dichotomy where they showed like it was like five or six nerds just running and then you it flips back to the oasis and it's just a bunch of Spartans. It's like, ha! 
<laughs> the Battle Toads were in it. Yeah. Battle Toads. They, they had so many like. They kept showing the Battle Toads over and over. That, that, yeah. that, I, I thought that was pretty funny. They had some great obscure references. There were some deep cuts. And they were like Chucky, uh, Chucky people. <laughs> yeah, they're Chucky, and then yeah. another like a deep cut. Well, I, uh, well, it depends on your level of nerdity. The freaking holy hand grenade, dude. Yeah. The f- yeah. You know where the, the where that comes from? That that's from Monty Python mm-hmm. and the Holy, holy Grail, Grail. The holy hand grenade of Antioch. But as far as nerds, uh, true nerds go, one. you know it also from the game Worms. Oh, it's worms. one of the most powerful weapons in video game history. It's the holy hand grenade of, of Antioch. I, it's like all the these references missing, all over the place. Yeah, the only thing it was missing was the choir behind it exploding, <laughs> going Hallelujah. <laughs> And what was it? The Zemeckis box? Yeah, Zemeckis cube. No, no. Yeah, it, was, it was a Rubik's yeah. cube where you solve it and you rewind time for 60 seconds. Like. It, it plays the Back to the Future and all. Yeah. Like, you know, they had to work that and they yeah. obviously were using the DeLorean. It was a lot of fun. I, I have to say, it was fun. I feel like it probably took a lot of undue flack. Yeah. For multiple reasons. And one of them, I think the one that I mentioned earlier was because it was thrown in the middle of of like the of, of movie like season a, of nerd haymaker season, right? In, in between freaking uh, Black Panther, Black Panther Avengers. Avengers. What else was there that flew at us? Oh, well, oh the uh, fucking uh, Solo. Solo. Yeah. There was a uh, Deadpool two. Yeah, yeah. We're we're just waiting through all these movies. Yeah. What's up, Crunchy? Yeah. Thank you for joining us on Twitch. We finally were able to turn it on for once. <laughs> And yeah, it was like there was all those movies, so it kind of just got buried in it. And then a lot yeah. of people were kind of like, because of, and then your typical nerd people who would want to watch it are like, oh, the changes were mean. They don't like the changes. I mean, you know, obviously, many times we unfortunately have to make sacrifices yeah. for a lot of stuff to get on the screen. Yeah. I'm like, if, if I were to go on my quibbles about like all the Marvel movies, the, the things have changed, but I, I, I think that a lot of stuff mm-hmm. has changed for the better, for the most part, in those movies. But do you think the logical that saw this movie actually read that book? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this earlier about like if you go into something without context, like it, it's you enjoy it more theoretically. <laughs> right, yeah. e- exactly. Well, because w- w- on the on the on the drive over to pick you up, uh, Samzia, um, we were talking about how like uh, over the weekend there was a big uh, fighting game thing, uh, Evo, and uh, they announced like for the game Tekken, which I'm sure you're, you're familiar with Tekken. Very. N- Negan from The Walking Dead. The TV, the, the TV show version of Negan, not the comic book version of Negan, yeah. is going to be in the game. <laughs> oh damn, he's going to have the. So bat, it, it's it's a, it's a Jeffrey D. Morgan with the bat and all yeah. that stuff. Okay. And and we were kind of and then and Pete and I were discussing. It was like wait, you know, most of the people who go to the Comic Con and go, those are people who like ninety percent of the people have never read the comic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. why they kind of like enjoy it. We're like, where well, I'm in the ten percent. Who've, wa- who've read the comic, and that's why I walked away from that show <laughs> somewhere around season four. I, I, I mean, I was hate watching it from season two, and I finally just stopped <laughs> to stop torturing myself. I'm like, this has to get better. It's not getting better. I'm walking away. <laughs> and so, yeah, and it, it goes back to this thing, the same thing with Ready Player One, where like most of these people have freaking, you know, yeah. they have no context. So maybe they should have enjoyed it, or they would have enjoyed yeah. it more. Well, it's, yeah, it's I, I think I tell you that I saw Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. And I've never read any of those books. I thought it was fine. It was it was entertaining. And, but, but then a, know, so many a lot of people shat all over the Dark Tower because it was not like the books. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. you had you had uh, Matthew McConaughey, him and his <laughs> buffalo hanging out. Me and my buffalo are driving my Lincoln Continental. <laughs> here's one of the problems that's getting exposed. I think by this we were talking about it's haymaker season for nerds. <laughs> I mean, we went 
through there's how too many, many. Great, yeah no there's all too once. many movies but one thing that it exposed was the toxicity of a lot of fans yeah yeah so that right there is gonna potentially make it so that it's it's so frowned upon to just become so toxic as a fan that people are just kind of hopefully will back off a little bit and make it so that we're not going I and hope bitching so. and stuff like like Ready Player One was a fucking fun movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm and you you said something that uh, right afterwards you, you kind of wanted wish you had seen it on the big screen because yeah. of all of the stuff that it was just like the music the the yeah. the. the the action on the screen. Yeah, that that all is. Of that stuff. I have to say, like now after the fact, you know, I I wish I had seen that. That's one of those movies, yeah. like uh, another movie, like like that along the lines. It was a uh, freaking Mad Max Fury Road. I had Scott Pilgrim on that. One. Oh, see, Mad I Max Fury I'd Road. I wish I had seen that in the theaters because then that was much very dynamic. That's that that's like the argument of like this is why movies are made. Like so, Ready Player One was very much a like oh you sit up there like immersed in the movie and then you'd be very much immersed in everything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're for that, it was by the end when they're throw for me, they're throwing nerd haymakers at me with like the Commodore sixty four uh, disc drive and all of the well, references the, 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 at, the, the, in the, the room, the, the, the room of 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 a holiday's yeah. room, and like you see all that stuff. Yeah, like, like you were like losing on the posters, you're losing all the accessories, all yeah. like all the all the gaming he stuff. Had a poster for fucking Gyrus, man, <laughs> fucking Gyrus. Gyrus, that's freaking old, <laughs> and old, old school. For me. After watching everything in that movie, that was an emotional ride for me because there were so many great references, and it was fun to watch. And especially with that big fight scene at the end, that when you get to that end point and you see all of these little subtle hints and everything that was just so critical to your upbringing, and you're like, that when you see it in the theater, then it becomes an emotional experience. Right, of course. When you're seeing it home on a couch, it's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. But it's obviously it's, it's very different quite, when you it does, it you don't have hit. the immersion you know exactly yeah, the, the, yeah. the immersion is very important for a movie like that. There's Absolutely. some movies that you can just watch on TV and that's fine, and there's yeah. some movies that you want to be freaking like completely inside of it. Yeah, and I felt I felt uh, annoyed a little bit that the one thing that took me out of the immersion was the fact that it was like you guys really think gamers are that dumb? They wouldn't yeah, <laughs> five years to figure right? that shit out, yeah, right? That 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 is a quibble. I mean, especially because that, that first clue is like so simple and just drive backwards. Dude, well, the second one is like super complicated. Yeah, <laughs> the like, second one was like, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh that's another thing I, I did really like how they just went to the shine like, for those the shining. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they go to the shining house, and that was like that was really cool. Yeah. 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 That whole. <laughs> you saw me. I'm like, no, don't follow the little girls. There's nothing but blood that way. And then literally, he's like, I don't like this part. <laughs> and then just the the blood comes out of the elevator. It's like, ah. And then the, and then the, the, the avatar's like, no, I fucked up. I fucked up. Part of that great moment is the experience of Lily saying, I don't like this part. <laughs> obviously, Sam's stepdaughter has seen this yeah. a few times. I'm sure you've watched it a few times oh, at yeah. home. Yeah. No. And she, she. Gets a kick out of it, I think, partly in watching you watch it. Yeah, because I will go and show her all of the stuff. Right. Yeah. You, later. You, you know? you'll help. You you give her context of all these all, all these yeah. things. Yeah. And uh, it was really cool, like seeing stuff. Oh, and here I, I was in Lake Tahoe last week. Right. And I gotta tell you, the coolest part of the whole thing was one night I was like just about to fall asleep, and I'm flipping through channels, 
And one great movie comes in that, like, if you're at Lake Tahoe and we're kind of in a cabin kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? Fucking great outdoors comes yeah. in. <laughs> great outdoors. Uh, Chevy Chase? Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, John Goodman. Uh, Candy. John Candy. John Candy. And, uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, okay. And that's a fucking see, classic. See, I don't remember that one. I, I, I don't even think I'm. I, I, I dare say I don't think I've seen it. Or if I did see it, I, I was probably young. And I don't remember. Do you remember this I remember the movie. I remember. Uh, I, I remember the poster. Right. Where he's, he's holding him up by the fishing pole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. That was a fun one if you were a kid. Nowadays, it's like, eh, whatever. But it was. It's something that like it was exactly like whenever my family would do stuff like they did, yeah. they were doing that movie. Mm-hmm. We that's where we would do it was in Lake mm-hmm. Tahoe. So I'm like getting that total nice. like retro feeling. And I even brought my Super NES Classic, and me and my brother went through a whole oh, really? ton of old old school games. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. Like you know, it's part of gaming where you don't need the internet. You want to know what a classic game was that's totally fucking just covered in dust that nobody ever talks about? What Super Spike Volleyball? Yeah, that was a game that you go back and forth. And it was incredible. That was when, you have, uh, when you're playing against somebody. It's a fucking great game. Now, are you talking about the one that like has the little characters that look like the ones from River City Ransom? Sort of, but no, they had the characters from Double Dragon in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's why. That's why I meant those yeah. little, those little, those little characters. Yeah, then that. Yeah, yeah Super Spike V Ball. Yeah, that, that game when you is play, pretty awesome. When you play it one at a time, one just by yourself. It's not that good. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing against the volleyball somebody, against each other, because they have they have all the special moves, right? They have all the special like. No, that was the uh, that was the dodgeball game. Oh, that's dodgeball. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the volleyball game was similar. Oh, okay, you, you was can similar. blow people up with the spike. Oh, okay. And that's uh, that's just fun, especially when you've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet you put a, put a few beers away. I'm sure that's that's hilarious. You know something else that uh, now I just remembered, and I I you I don't think I I made you privy of this one yet. So, uh, um, speaking of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Christopher Robin yeah. came out this past weekend. People who love, you know, Winnie the Pooh. You know who doesn't love Winnie the Pooh? The leader of China. Oh, I, I saw yeah, that. If you, if you I, saw I, last I, week tonight. I saw that. <laughs> if you saw last week tonight, apparently. Uh, I, 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 how, how do you say his name? Uh, the leader of China? Uh, Xi? Peng Xiaoping? Xi? Um, no. I, I, I don't want to butcher it. <laughs> Li Jinping? Uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was, it was Xi... Xiao, Xiao Zhang? I don't know. I, the leader of China, the, the, the current emperor for life. I Mao mean, Zedong? not Mao Zedong. <laughs> that was the last emperor for life. This is the current emperor for life. Apparently, Christopher Robin has been banned in China yeah. because people frequently compare the current leader of China to Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, he looks like Winnie the Pooh. He looks like Winnie the Pooh, apparently. And revolutionary Chinese people frequently draw him as Winnie the Pooh, or they put they're like they always do that. And so John Oliver talked about this on last week tonight, last week. And then John Oliver promptly was also banned from China <laughs> and his TV show as well. Wait a minute. That means we're gonna get fucking banned. Oh in yeah, China? I can't wait. We're losing our audience. That like that's like thirty. No, our, of our audience, audience. Our audience was Japan, not China. We're fine. No, we, I thought we had China. Nah, nah, nah. We we we're big in Japan. Remember, oh, part yeah. of the world tour. Oh yeah, the Drake's Geek Velocity World Tour. We're going to Japan. I want to take it to China. Though, but hey, they're gonna ban us. So hell. hell yeah, we're gonna get banned in China. It's fine. <laughs> we are still not. We'll be welcome in Tibet. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's Words. cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> Just by saying the T word, I know automatically we are now banned in China. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. They don't get Facebook here, in China, here. so it's fine. Say the other T word. Taiwan. Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> the T words I really trigger. 
Oh, apparently Art has watched us for the first time on Twitch, and he realized that the secret podcast studio is huge. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than he expected. That's what she said. <laughs> oh man! So like, I was just watching that whole segment about how like he looks, and then of course they, they and apparently China they're trying to like become they're trying to get yeah. bigger, and they made a terrible like it was the equivalent of a Cars for Kids commercial. <laughs> Oh yeah, I saw it that. It was so bad. Yeah, yeah. My God. Oh, I, I couldn't believe it was the equivalent like like one eight seven seven cars for kids. <laughs> but it was like, oh the the open road because the, they're, they're trying to connect all of Asia. Yeah. <laughs> and it was such a bad co commercial. And then of course, John Oliver and his crack team made a counter <laughs> where it just like winning the Pooh references throughout wow. <laughs> with a bunch of kids <laughs> making fun of them. And it's it's amazing. But it's funny, like, last week, Pete and I, we were talking about how, like, the international market is so important in movies, mm -hmm. and one little thing like that, where a world leader of a major country doesn't like a particular character, <laughs> and now your big Disney movie cannot open in, a, in one of the big markets. Like, yeah. They cannot, like, I, I'm shocked there hasn't been made, more made of this, the fact that, like, Chris Robin is a no-go in China. It's not going to do well now. Uh, internationally, probably not. Well, because that's obviously, you know, there, yeah. there's a fuck ton of people, like, what isn't like the fifth of the world live in China? <laughs> like, uh, like that's one of the stats I heard during the like oh one out of every five people in the world live in China. <laughs> that's that seems like a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of people. It's very dense. It's a big country, and there's a oh, shitload yeah. of people there, my friend. You know what? I get the feeling there's they have a be... remember like there's like what there's like six or seven billion people. They got a couple billion. I'm you know what I, I'm gonna I will that's say true. this. They may not make money on it in China. But it's gonna make a lot on the black market in China. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure the the illegal streams of it will be all over the oh, place. Oh yeah. I, I don't know how many internet ninjas the Chinese government has. They will not be able to stop. Oh no, they're <laughs> gonna try and like sneak physical DVD copies of that shit recorded. Oh in, yeah. In the theater with a very shaky hand. There's probably people in Hong Kong right now with the bootlegs of Christopher Robin right now. Like it's like it's like it's, it's gonna be part of their their, their revolution against yeah. them. It's like yo here your dog. I got your Chris Rock. Right <laughs> yeah. Here. With the special cover. They have the special cover with uh, Xi Jinping <laughs> and, and Winnie the Pooh, both eating honey. <laughs> I just love the fact that he's, he gets, he's that upset. He, he is that upset. Yeah. It's like he is he's incredibly bothered by it. There was a guy who was like a, like a, a big revolutionary person. Like one of the last photos taken of him before he was killed <laughs> was him and his wife drinking coffee from Winnie the Pooh mugs. <laughs> Oh damn! It's like, and they killed him. I mean, well, I, he he died under mysterious circumstances. The government killed him. <laughs> yeah, I get the feeling that <laughs> there there are a few more countries in the world that might be under threat of having that stuff happen. Yeah, yeah. man, we were having some internet problems. I keep seeing connection. I like, wonder it, why. I wonder why. <laughs> Chinese government. Chinese government. Let, let, let's flip topics to so, something else. Uh, I want to thank Jenny Matthews for bringing it up earlier. Where Captain Picard is coming back. Yeah. That was just announced. I guess there was a Star Trek expo going on or a convention happening. And they just surprised everyone by bringing in freaking Patrick Stewart, Captain Jean Luc. And they announced they're making a show that's going to be set after Next Generation. Mm -hmm. We're now, like, someone's making a joke. He looks as old now as, well, actually, he really hasn't aged. I mean, like, he still looks the same. But it's going to be, like, it'll it's be. just a, what he's doing in retirement. It's supposed to be, like, so is it going to be him in a, in a French French winery? 
It's just gonna Play be his him flute. playing his flute, it, it's <laughs> sitting it. sitting in, in the card stand, showing his, showing his, his, his awesome freaking thighs. He's gonna just be he's a sexy a, man. A I, I I am secure enough my sexuality to say that is a sexy man. <laughs> Captain Captain Picard is a sexy man. He's gonna be wearing a silk robe with a pipe and a flute in his the flute pocket, in the pocket. No. and just black socks and sandals. <laughs> Because you know, I, I, as a you know, a child of the '80s and '90s, Next Generation is probably my fa- is my favorite. I, as much as I enjoy going back and seeing the ridiculousness of racial sex between Captain Kirk and random women, I really liked Captain Picard, and not just because I eventually became as bald as Captain Picard. <laughs> I had a full head of hair when I enjoyed <laughs> the Next Generation as a young man. But this is kind of cool. The only shitty part. About this, app. it's on CVS All Access. Yeah. It's on their freaking stupid app where everyone has a goddamn app. And I am almost compelled <laughs> so I can watch this damn show because I obviously. The power of Picard compels you. The power of Picard. <laughs> the power of Picard compels you. I mean, you. if only, if they somehow work in one more shut up, Wesley, I will be so fucking happy. <laughs> shut up, Wesley. <laughs> I guarantee you. There, he's gonna be in. Yeah, oh, oh. Gotta he has to be. Appearance. He's the freaking one, of the king of nerds. And he shows up on the Big Bang Theory all the time. That's a CBS show. That's right? a CBS show. Right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, Will Wheaton has to come back as this freaking like omnipotent freaking. Because yeah, that was the weird thing. I like Roddenberry's freaking weird hard on for like Wesley solves everything, and like by by the end they made Wesley this omnipotent being who went off into freaking like <laughs> space dust. <laughs> He was like the Beyonder in comics or oh. whatever. He became this omnipotent being who could I can I can control the universe because I'm Wesley Crusher. Shut up, Wesley. I don't care if you could rich store my hair. Shut up. <laughs> and uh, so I'm I'm I, when I saw that news, I actually got incredibly excited. I was like, fuck yeah. You getting CBS all access? I, I might have to bootleg it off of somebody. <laughs> I might have to find someone I know who has CBS All Access and like, yo, can I borrow for a day so I can just binge that show? Because <laughs> I assume they're gonna like do that, or did they do that with Star Trek Discovery, yeah. or was it like was it bingeable, or was uh, it like they they, they pull a freaking Hulu and make you subscribe for multiple months, yeah. like 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 Runaways? Mm-hmm. That's how they got you, and now uh, you're now you're you're now you're a Hulu regular. Yeah, I am a Hulu regular. <laughs> yeah, you you they succeeded with you. <laughs> well. It turned out to be a pretty good service. Yeah, but I, I, see, I, I, Hulu has a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. CBS All Access, I'm like, if I want to watch NCIS, <laughs> all I have to do is turn on USA at a random hour, <laughs> and I'll get an episode of NCIS. <laughs> and uh, Or Silk Stocking. Apparently, show contributor Mike Lee has CBS Mike Access. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I may have to go to Mike Lee's house. <laughs> okay, let, let's, go, let's go do a marathon of uh, Picard, the next <laughs> French generation. <laughs> Just him hanging out with like Ian McKellen. Just like. I would watch that. I'd watch that. Like, like, like freaking Picard hanging out with Gandalf. Yeah, just hanging out. I've traveled through time. Are there any short hobbits around here? <laughs> Wesley's somewhere around here. <laughs> and and you know what? I was just reminded because Mike actually sent me an article earlier about our the our good friends at movie pass they are man they're having a they're having a rough go of it yeah good god <laughs> like from like a few weeks ago we're like they, they, they're 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 upcharging for premium movies then all of a sudden it was like two weeks ago it was like oh their service freaking crashes and you can't use it 
And then last week, their stock price drops down. So oh, in the last week, they have gone back and forth where they, they raised the price of MoviePass up to 15 bucks a month. But then, oh, you cannot see any brand new movies the first two, three weeks. And then they had to walk that back. <laughs> they brought the price back down to nine ninety nine because people are unsubscribing like at a rapid rate. The oh, rats yeah. are leaving the ship. It's just like bye. <laughs> they brought it back down ninety nine, and then they took off the restriction of the mo- of uh, of the of the new movies. Yeah. But now with Movie Pass, instead of like because before at its peak it was, it was a movie a day. Yeah. Now it's three movies a month for ten bucks a month. <laughs> we you got. Three, which inherently it's still a good deal. Inherently, yes, <laughs> but it's still a good deal compared to what it was. Yeah, and, and that's uh, and that's the biggest problem with movie yeah. pass. Where like before, you know, when it first started, it was like forty five, fifty bucks a month. Oh shit, yeah, that's a lot. That was a lot, and then, and they only had like a, a user base of like twenty thousand people when it first started. They 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 were charging much more. It was still technically, you know, oh, for fifty bucks a month, you can watch a movie every day. If you do the math, it makes sense. Yeah. If you're a person who can just go to the movies every day, then or if you're a person who can do math, or if it was, you know, obviously, as has been proven, a lot of people cannot do math nowadays. <laughs> and just uh, unfortunately, they created too high of a value proposition, yeah. which kind of ruined their ability. They, 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 they uh, as the adequate. I think I believe you mentioned it last week. They turned into the Michael Scott paper company. Yeah. <laughs> It they they because they they went back and they started asking people for more money <laughs> like yeah. oh wait you know what we charge we charge you for this really great service we're gonna need more money because we're failing <laughs> the the more successful much like the Michael Scott paper company yeah. the more successful movie ca- movie pass became the the quicker their demise yeah. came about where you have people like my roommate Trent who was going he was using his movie pass like four or five times a week yeah. he was just like all right there's a I live in Pasadena there's this awesome theater over in La Cañada where they serve beer and do all that cool stuff but there's hardly anyone goes there so he would just roll on up the two <laughs> get a, do his movie pass boom and then they basically had all the movies there even on some of like the 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 the, the, the low-key indie flicks and he'd go watch everything there he he was he was abreast of all the yeah. the, the the popular movies he got his money's worth he he got his money's <laughs> worth and yours money's worth and their money's worth he he was one of the people that was really sticking it to movie pass <laughs> like He's the one bringing down my <laughs> And good job. <laughs> good job showing them the error of their ways. So, yeah, it's just. They sent, they sent a letter to the investors saying, we didn't think people were going to actually do it. Yeah. No, one of them, like. We were just kidding. Yo, one one of the, 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 the CEOs, which apparently it's this really aggressive guy who used to work at, like, Netflix and mm-hmm. he used to work somewhere else. Like, some other, like, where, he, he, obviously, he doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. Like, he was saying, they were hoping that people would treat it like a gym membership and not really use it. What? Yeah. How insane is that? Yeah. Like, let's wait, see. let's create this value let's proposition. See. Uh, a gym membership involves people actually getting off their ass and doing something. A movie fucking membership involves you sitting on your ass and doing nothing. And enjoying mm. yourself. Yeah, it's let's see. Mm. I, do I want to be sweaty and moving <laughs> or sitting in air conditioning getting entertained? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. <laughs> see, that's, that's funny because that's, that's, that's the actual reason why I didn't get it. I didn't think I was gonna be able to use it. Yeah, as often, you know. inherently, and, and that's like, right now. That's the only thing stopping me from getting the AMC A list. Even though that is also a great value, where yeah. like you look at it on paper, like oh, twelve movies a month. 
I can go watch all the IMAX I want. I can go to the freaking Burbank AMC and sit in those crazy prime seats with the freaking things up your ass and freaking then bringing you food. But did they I don't not know if I do measure it. the ass sizes of people in America? No. <laughs> they should have fucking known. I, 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 this, I, I only like to report on this because this really shows the incompetence of like corporate America yeah. where they really are just they think they can trick everybody and it, there, there, there's a classic old saying from old P.T. Barnum you can fool some of the people all the time yeah. and all the people some of the time but you but can't, you can't fool, fool all, all the people, people all, all the, the time, time. <laughs> and this this was I, and I feel like companies keep trying to you know mm-hmm. bamboozle everyone and no at the end of the day you know, no your dumb idea will get exposed all these investors who flushed money into the company like yeah. right now the, the stock is worth 9 cents and that's after like I've been learning a lot about the stock market <laughs> they did a stock reversal cuz it was down to like a like really low like a penny <laughs> And they like they turned like, all right. You, if you had 250 stock of of Moonfast, they turned that into one. Uh, Try to bring the value back, and it still dropped even more after they did that. Damn, it's out of control. It's like, and and I don't understand where like these venture capitalists like mm-hmm. there are people out there rich enough who are just throwing money away on ideas. Well, you know what it is. It's just like um, it's like a tax write off. Well, yeah, well, but, not, not talking about that, but no. But when it comes down to it, it's like okay. I always make this reference how, like, uh, New Mutants 98, which is the first reference of Deadpool. Okay. All right. Um, one guy, for some somehow, sold that sold it on eBay for, like, a couple thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And now everybody thinks that's mm-hmm. what this thing sells for. So it's like anything else. Like, like one thing is successful doing this. Everyone, now everybody thinks, oh, we can do this, too. Yeah. Now my New Mutants 98 is worth $2,000, when in reality, no. No, it's not. But... As I'm saying, like, like one person succeeds and everyone thinks, "Oh, that's how it works now." Mm-hmm. But, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned you mentioned that now because I saw that in the article where like now MoviePass has created this good idea of you know subscription based movie watching. Now other companies are probably going to figure this out and do it better without them. Grant, like obviously the AMC yeah. one is there's the AMC a- one's really good. AMC one's really good. Oh, it's funny. There's this pessimism on the internet. Of course, typical internet commenters like, yeah. "Oh." Once MoviePass goes out of business, AMC is going to shut this thing down. Which I'm like, no, yeah, I, I doubt it. No, because again, now AMC controls it. Because yeah. the problem with MoviePass was like, all right, they were shelling out money to pay for the tickets, and they're trying to like con the movie yeah. theaters, like, hey, give us a piece of your uh, of your concession profits because we're putting people in your seats. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're buying the tickets. Hey, give us some money back. Where AMC is like, oh. We, we can get, get it all. We can get people to come into yeah. our theaters, and if we can get a good percentage of people to just buy popcorn, buy freaking sodas, mm-hmm. that's pure profit for them. Yep. There's no reason for them to get rid of this thing. No. If they can get someone into their theater 12 times a month, and they spend any money, they yeah. got their money back. Yeah, I mean the only, the only way this is gonna go down is if like the studios complain about it or like the studios co- right. step in. You know, and I I think it would. It'd be different because I kept seeing this, you know, movie passing. It was kind of like at first I thought it was going to be like kind of like Priceline. You know how Priceline, yeah. you know, unsold hotel rooms. Like, yeah. it, it, like it's better to get that ho- get something for that hotel room, or in this case, it's better to get something for that seat than to just have an empty seat. And that's yeah. where I thought this movie passing could inherently work. It's like, oh, at the last second, all right, cool. Like I thought the movie there was like, okay, fine. We'll 
we'll give you the seat for five bucks. Better to get that five bucks than to just get zero. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, like, with AMC, I feel like it might be something along those lines. They're like, hey, if we didn't have this this uh, A-list thing, you wouldn't get any money. So here's – they did they'd probably give them some, like – Yeah. Some, like, percentage, like, some small percentage of that 20 bucks. That where, makes sense. Where they'd get a, like <laughs> – because – they 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 don't get so much. I mean, I don't know how the the math works out. I I did work in the, yeah. <laughs> I did work in movies for a year. I didn't learn everything, unfortunately. I tried to learn as much as I could, but yeah. I'm sure it's gonna be some sort of thing where like, oh, they'll give each movie company a piece of that twenty bucks. Oh, because of course, if they collect it from enough people, oh, it's gonna be a big fucking pie. And like, all right, here you go. Here's you know a hundred grand you wouldn't have normally got before. Yeah, you're sense. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. We'll we'll see how it works. We'll see how with the long term viability. Has. Obviously, I I think it may come down to like AMC giving a piece of concessions to the move to the movie yeah. studios. Like, <laughs> where they, hey, yeah. we're getting more people. This is where we're getting more money from. Here you go. You think you think something like this is gonna affect like uh, box office gro- grosses? I at the end of the day, it, it has to because you know what I what I think is is the biggest thing is like I feel like these membership things are a response to movie ticket prices. Yeah, because. It wasn't that long ago that movie tickets were like three, four, five dollars. It's mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like oh, it's forty years ago when those were a nickel. It's like it was like ten years ago where you yeah. could pay five bucks to watch a movie on a Friday night, and right now it's like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, these subscription based things. This is a response to that where it's gotten very expensive yeah. to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a family. And you yeah. want to go see a movie? You're talking like out the like at, at the door, sixty bucks. Yeah, like easily, yeah, <laughs> easily. And then of course people are gonna want their popcorn, they're gonna want their ice cream, they're gonna want their sodas, they're gonna want their bullshit. And so you're talking at least another twenty, thirty bucks, right? It's like to just to go see a movie. Yeah, it's a hundred bucks now. If like we talked about earlier, if it's a great experience, then maybe it's worth it. Yeah, but if it's something that you could have just watched on Netflix, which is not that dynamic. Ten bucks. Yeah, <laughs> your Netflix membership. Yeah. You have everything else there. So, these membership things are clearly it has to be a response. This is the backlash. the The economy has to like everything at the end of the day has to kind of correct itself at some point. Yeah, stuff that cannot be you know regulated <laughs> has to correct itself, and and that's why I see these things because there's other services like Regal apparently. Mm-hmm. Has their own thing. Cine- oh, there's, there's another thing called Cinema, where they spelled it with like with with, with sin. No, oh. <laughs> it's another subscription based service. And then porn one. Oh, it's not. Oh, I don't know if it's porn one. But <laughs> for, with a name like that, you would think it would be a porn one. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it's it's another one that I think of. The Alamo Draft House is creating their own yeah. subscription based service. And so this is a a, a response because obviously we have all these you know box office grosses but that's because the ticket prices are so like if we look at it on a ticket by ticket basis there's probably less people going to movies now than there was oh now. yeah no definitely because if you think back it was like you know even as far in the 90s it was like three four bucks a ticket mm-hmm. <laughs> 2000 was like it started to get like five six seven bucks and I'll, it was like when I went to go the, the last time I went to an AMC I went to go see Spectre that was like I went to the matinee for twelve dollars, mm-hmm. your matinee was a twelve dollar <laughs> fucking movie. I, was, I remember, I was like, "Well, that's the last time I'm going to AMC." <laughs> fucking a, watch a movie at eleven a.m. Yeah, it was twelve bucks. Fuck you. <laughs> that's why. Like, when you tell me like, the, the, that Whittier Theater was like, what? It, it was five bucks before now. It's six bucks. I'm like six bucks to watch a brand new movie. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I will happily travel back to two thousand and three. I will get in my DeLorean. <laughs> And watch today's movie for two, early 2000s prices. 
fuck yes, sir, and thank you. Yeah. It, it just it's 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 astounding to me all, the way all this stuff like breaks down nowadays. I feel like I had something else written down, but I I think we hit everything I kind of wanted to talk about at the end uh, here today. Oh, there was like something else on the tip of my tongue. I don't know what it is. Any new games are coming out? Well, th- th- I mean. I went on this whole soliloquy last week about how like there like there's all these Japanese RPGs that are coming out and I I literally can't even anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't. I don't think I can commit 200 hours. I mean, obviously, you, you with with the various jobs you've had, you you were able to commit all that time to Final Fantasy 15, where like yes. where where my various odd jobs have me unable to do but such I, a thing. I I, I have. You like you know the kids go to sleep around eight thirty ish or so. Maria goes to sleep with them around that. Time. But I mean, I mean for me, it's it's a, it's a little tough. Early, so I, ha- I I have a couple hours. Yeah, uh, it's like but I, I many times I'm just <laughs> this damn rep job is murdering me. It's yeah. murdering me dead. Like, I'm working five a.m. to five a.m. to noon today. I sl- I, I I'm shocked I didn't fall asleep watching Ready Player One. Like thankfully it was compelling enough to keep me from falling asleep <laughs> on on your evil couch, which sucks the will to oh, live God, yeah. out of people. <laughs> Dude, that's why I sleep on it. It's, like <laughs> it's it's it makes you fall asleep. Although you know what? Let, let me go to like a. a Actually, a post I made last night. Oh, yesterday, I, I fired up Rock Band because mm. I, I I missed our friend's uh, Chris Moreland's uh, birthday party on I Saturday. This. And man, I, I had a breakthrough in one of the songs. Like I, one of the songs I was playing, I had this breakthrough, which like I was like, oh my god, how have I not done this in eleven years of playing Rock Band? And all of a sudden, there was a song that was like totally. I was just kicking ass. Yeah. And I, was I was playing? Um, it was freaking oh Radiohead Creep. I was playing uh, the bass part on expert. Okay. And it would just like boom. All of a sudden, I was just grooving. I was like, I was like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm getting over ninety percent on expert. That's something I would never have done in the past. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and, and that's why I was like, oh fuck yeah. And then there was another song after that I played on expert. I can't remember exactly what song it was. And it was just like, oh, I like this sudden freaking breakthrough, <laughs> where I'm like, and that's where it astounded me. Like even like that's how. That's how good of a game that is, in my opinion. Just that it's the same thing. I mean, even going back to Guitar Hero, even going back before that to freaking Amplitude, it's the same core concept, but the reaction to the notes and re- and then doing the input and just grooving to the music and like feeling, like even though I'm playing a freaking plastic guitar, I felt like I was playing the fucking music. Yeah. And it felt fucking awesome. And yeah. just the fact that I'm able to still get better even after all this time, even though my hands, <laughs> my hands are falling apart as I play it. My God, I I I think I played like six songs max last night, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. My hands can't go no. Oh man, my other the, 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 my strum. Oh, I played a Blink 182 song, and there was so much. Oh, there was so much strum, and I'm like, like my hands like, my hands on fire. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna finish the song because even I still like I can't fail. I can't fail. I can't fail the song. Yeah. Because I don't want to hear the booze. I don't want to hear the booze when I fail the song. <laughs> and it just it. It's hard, I, you know. I'm finding it hard to find that magic nowadays in the game, where like I can do that. Or I, I repurchased Luminous. I don't know if you ever played Luminous, Samzia. Yeah. Like, this this, old, this puzzle game. Yeah. I, I purchased it on the Switch, and like that still has kind of that that, that that puzzle music magic for me, where I can like sit and play it for an hour without with no fucking no problem. I have a couple of games like that. Uh, 
obviously like stuff like Mega Man Two, and you right. can always go back to and play. But games like uh, I don't know if you can even get it on PSN anymore, and they would be on PS3 or mm-hmm. I guess on the P- uh, PlayStation Now or whatever mm-hmm. they have. Uh, Everyday Shooter. Oh, I, I recall this one. You, I've I heard. Think I've you heard of this played games. it at my place one time. Or I think. I think I might have tried it at your place. Yeah. Yeah. That one is one I can go back to just because it is just an everyday shooter, but the music concept behind it is brilliant. And then another one is a game on PSN, PS3 era called The Last Guy. Oh, right. Yeah. I've heard of that one. I can go back and play those games any fucking time. Because they're just ones that you can pick up and play a level. Like if you have mm-hmm. five, ten minutes and you want to play, you could totally get, uh, get, uh, get a quick round. Yeah, and 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 I and I've 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 made this refrain before. I mean, God, we're like on our eighty first episodes. So I mean, like we're I right. <laughs> enjoy the simplicity. That's the thing I really miss nowadays in games. I enjoy the simplicity. Like, if a game is is simple and easy to get into, I mean, honestly, now now that I stopped to think about that that phrase, I mean, I think that's why I enjoy Destiny as much because honestly, the core concept of it, like or D one, not D two, D one, really, yeah. it was rather, it was simple for the most part, like just the, the mechanics. And then it just flowed so well, like just the actual framework of the game. Like I always yeah. said, that that's the that's what kept, other than obviously my friends kept me playing, but the core frame of the game, the way the way the game would play, was very simple, and it was fluid. And that's something I feel like is missing in a lot of modern games now. Everything feels very like clunky. It feels like work. Like when a game feels like work. That's where I'm not enjoying it anymore. Yeah. If a game just is, is fluid and fun, and I can just freaking like, I I don't have to stress or have to put in work. If, if, like all these people who like play these certain, like, you know, like, and, and I think inherently that's why I didn't like Fortnite. Like everyone's playing Fortnite, but Fortnite feels like a job. <laughs> <laughs> and for a lot of people, it is a job. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitch, and. I think that's in here, like where I have this disconnect with a lot of modern games, or a lot of modern games they try to clutter things up, to try to force you to play more, or force you to pay to advance. Or they're, they're they're trying to because there's always that mystical like, oh, am I getting my money's worth for this game? Or oh, did I oh I played through this? Oh, if I can finish this game in six hours and it's not worth it, and 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 that's where I feel a lot of developers are just trying to muddy things up. The, the the argument you and I always have were Kojima, where you you love Kojima, where I have I have an issue with Kojima, where younger me, where I could co- commit more time, where I yeah. I saw the work as a challenge, where now I just see it as a hint. Like younger me saw that challenge, I want to climb that mountain. Fuck you! I'm gonna feed, I'm gonna beat these optional bosses in Final Fantasy. I'm gonna fight all the difficult things. I'm gonna go through the the fucking in Parasite Eve. I'm gonna climb all a hundred stories of that fucking Chrysler Tower and beat that fucking bitch boss at the very fucking top. Fuck you, Parasite Eve. Yeah. But at 38, turning 39 in a month, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> that that just sounds that does not sound like fun. Younger, like I said, younger me, fuck yeah, give me the fucking challenge. Yeah. Older me. I'm not here for a challenge. I'm just here to freaking enjoy the fucking journey. I'm here to enjoy the journey. Like you give me those uh, those uh, those options of like, oh, do you want to play this on easy, normal, or hard? I'm I'm going to easy. <laughs> I'm uh, I will play that fucking game on easy. I I I guess the trajectory has gone in complete opposite shifts for both for, of us. For you, because I started off just wanting to take the easier route and all that stuff. I wouldn't do option. I would miss bosses. I 
Dude, during Final Fantasy VII, I mm-hmm. fucking the first playthrough, I missed Vis- Vincent. I didn't get him. Oh, really? Because I just didn't bother. I didn't see the door. Right. And so I and I wasn't playing with those fucking uh, arrows to point that shit for out for me because I just was like, fuck it, I'm gonna find what I'm gonna find. Right. So I missed him the first playthrough. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh. but I when I looked in, I knew that I had the gamer the the book inside. The right. Book the, the old the, the old strategy like, guide pre-internet. I was like. I must have missed some something by the time I got to the last level. So I went and I went all the way back, started over, and then I figured out wh- where it was. I, w- I just to see, I wanted to have that, that character. Uh, but I missed about 80% of the game during my first playthrough. Right. Yeah, because uh, th- those games were more about those. Uh, that one, it was more about exploration, yeah. finding. The game. It, was, mm-hmm. it, it probably, like, back then it was probably better to try to do it without the book. Cause, like, but here's, you t- here's the thing that I think, for me, changed. Uh-huh. And made and made it so that I have I feel a little more incentivized to try to go all the way through it. Uh-huh. And I don't think it's all of it, but I do think it's a, a, a decent enough chunk of it to make me want to tell you about it. Oh no, go ahead. The trophy system. Oh, the trophies. Oh, okay. See me. Yeah, that's yeah. I didn't know a lot of the things existed during the original days, so I didn't bother. Doing right, a lot of it was not there. But now that you have this um checklist, this, yeah, you have a checklist of like these are all the things that you need to try and go after. It's like, okay, now you're now you're making it so I I, I want to see what happens when I do this. They're usually they give you something else for it. I don't want to miss part of the story now. I see, like, that's like I, I guess obviously it's always about perspective. So like yeah. me, when trophies became a thing, that actually demotivated me. Exactly. That, that's like where now I have this checklist. Where like before it's like, oh cool, I'm gonna seek, I'm gonna look for this stuff, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to my friends about it. Like so, like I would talk to, a, I had a lot of friends who I, who also played the same RPGs as me, yeah. and we would compare notes. Yeah. You know, pre-internet, mm-hmm. it's like we wouldn't have. There was no game facts. There was no like we, you had. I had Raymond and yeah. Peter, and not this Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had Ryan. I had all these different people who were like, oh, we were all playing this game, or like even Final Fantasy Seven. That was very communal because all the people I was working with at Comic Galaxy, we all played it together. Yeah, <laughs> there was. Like five of us sharing my memory card on my PlayStation One, and we all were playing it, and we'd all just like we'd either watch each other play because obviously I'd be there all the time. Mm-hmm. But like my coworker Ryan Sakatani, he was playing it, and then my other buddy Roger would come in and play, and another friend David would come in, and like we'd all take turns. Like, all right, we get to a save point, and then we'd hand off the controller to someone else, and we might see them replay the same thing. They might do something different. They're, they're, they'd do different stuff. So it was more, it was very a communal experience in yeah. that way without a checklist without knowing but like now with mm-hmm. I've always been like I don't well, know if it was just we, the I don't know if it's the Nintendo in me or or whatnot or if it's just like that's just not my mindset or like oh you gave me this laundry list of things I have to do now I'm like I don't want to do all those things well, I just want to play it's not just that we have the internet now telling us everything that we need to know so it's not like we need that com- that communal experience of trying to yeah I'm not playing it, I'm not playing it with my friends yeah and it and I feel is, less yeah, motivated. Yeah, and that all that stuff is gone, so you don't have. Yeah, exactly. The motivation to hunt things down and find secrets to share with each other has completely like, like Destiny, where I play with Crunchy and yeah. Art and Bushy and G Sun. Like someone would find out something, and we'd all go do it together in the game. And that's where like, like that's why that that's another reason why that game resonated with me because oh, I had a group of friends that we're all playing together, and we're all and this time we could all play at the same time. And that's where, like, I, I need more of that communal kind of, like, now, all my homies are playing with me, and this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, th- one thing I will say for 15 is 
Because you know me, I, I did the. Uh, you did everything. I did hundred percent run. I, I I sat here with you on one of those sat uh, when we would hang out here on Saturdays, yeah. and like you fought the adamantoys. Yeah. <laughs> or no, I think that was at your house. I forgot if it was here or at your house where you fought the the yeah. giant turtle, it which had like, like a an million hour and a half, long <laughs> a million half. HP, and like yeah. his all his party members were dead, and it was just Sam's just main character fighting this giant turtle to yeah. death. <laughs> and I'll I'll say this for it, the payoff. When you actually get to do all of that stuff, like the Pityos, uh, the dungeon, the hidden dungeon. That hidden dungeon that's very much like the Vault of Glass in, in Final Fantasy yeah. 15. When you find that kind of stuff in it, the payoff of it is fucking perfect. You love the game after that. Like, I was I was saying, wow, this is a pretty damn good game. I'm like, I'm, you know, they went and muddied up the story with all the different, uh, with all the different add-ons and different things that they tried to do to the story and all that stuff. But, but that, that, that core that, experience that you yeah, had that at first. first run through experience where you, and you go through that fucking nightmare of a fucking dungeon and you get <laughs> through it on the other end and you're like, I did it. Yeah. And then when you, you like, you get through it and then you hear the storyline that like the Pete, like fans basically piece together because right. none of the storyline was put out by Square Enix. Square Enix yeah. mm-hmm. And when you, when the fans, pieced it all together and it was actually what the actual story was when when you realize what you you're looking at when you're done with the whole thing it's fucking awesome it changed like and i tried to express that awesomeness Mm -hmm. to everybody that i knew who had the game because that was a thing that everybody was missing because a lot of people would just get through the the playthrough on the story and they say okay cool i don't i don't care so much about the extra shit and i'm like dude do this extra shit. I guarantee you, it's gonna be worth your time. And it's funny, like because last week though, I mentioned uh, this game uh, I played on on 3DS. It was, it was the last Japanese RPG I played. It was a uh, Bravely Default, and that was probably like, the last like mm-hmm. epic game. And now that one was easy for me to play because it was you know it was on my portable device. It was on my 3DS. I could I can open it and close it at will. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd be in the middle of a boss fight. And I would just shut it, and like that, would, and then I'd be driving because that was back when I was still a rep. At that point, I was I was a tablet rep, and so I, I'd be driving to my next door, and I'd be like, I'd, I'd be thinking about the battle, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I saw the puzzle <laughs> in my head, because like, all the like the, the cool thing about that game, like all the bosses were basically puzzles. You couldn't just power your way through. You couldn't just level up and ply your way through them. Every boss was a, was a puzzle, and that's inherently that's the type of game where I become where I prefer you know simple like you know these puzzles, music, rhythm. That kind of stuff, you know, puzzle games, yeah. rhythm games. That's where like the the my primary enjoyment derives from that. Where like, oh, that instant sense of accomplishment, or like, all right, or like, let me solve this, rather than okay, I have to do what to this boss, I have to plow through this, I have to like, oh, you have to do all these fifteen different things. I'm like, wait, just give me a like, if there can be a simple solution, yeah, <laughs> then I'll take it. Well, and I'll give games nowadays. Like, for example, Detroit Become Human. Uh-huh. They had the more intense... They offered you at the beginning, do you want the more intense game-based experience or do you want the casual, I just want to be along for the ride and see how it goes. Right. Experience. And it's pretty cool. The, right. The way the, that, you like, went the... I know, because you, you, you are happily or very proudly, like, because he would tell you, like, how many people would take the choices and you're like, you were in, like... The lower percent, like oh, only like one percent of other people took these choices. I made choices that zero percent of the world made. <laughs> That's because you're Sam Zia. <laughs> Everyone th- goes left, and you go purple. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, people say think outside the box, and I'm a circle. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people think people say things outside the box, and you're a cat. You're like, I shit in that box. <laughs> <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> I shit in that box. So this week, what Dre learned? Oh. That this is uh, see, I don't know if you caught last week's uh, episode, Sam, but this is a new segment that I'm trying to come up with every week. What has Dre learned? And this week, I have learned two things. Oh, dear. So, <laughs> this, this past Tuesday, uh, myself and my lady, Rosa, we were watching Lucha Underground. And I realized, because the corners of the ring, they're called turnbuckles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've known this my whole life. I never realized why they're called turnbuckles. Because that's where they turn it. It's the buckle. The buckle, and you have to turn it. Yeah. You have to turn the buckle. That's what we was like. <laughs> I, I was like the, the, the Tim and Eric meme. <sighs> I, 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 I turned to Rosa. I'm like, I have never felt dumber in my life. I didn't know that turnbuckle was literally. Oh, I, I, I never. I never was like one plus one is two. I was like, it's in the name. It's in the name, right? It's like the obviousness. I never felt so dumb in my life. The second thing I learned this week was this morning when I was at Sprouts in Burbank, I was working on cereal. We, we were moving all the cereal around. And you're not going to believe this shit, Mr. Samzia. There is a cereal called Ezekiel 4-7. There, it has the fucking Bible verse on the front. So, of course, me being me, I was like, The path of the righteous breakfast is beset before him by the milk of his goats. Blessed is he who eats his oats and honey in this bowl that has been blessed by his father's keeper. I started doing Ezekiel 2517 and my coworker, she's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, it's, look at the stupid box. What's wrong with me? What's wrong, what's wrong with, with What's you? wrong with you not knowing this reference in Pulp Fiction? I started doing Ezekiel 2517, but in breakfast form because this box of cereal literally has Ezekiel. Apparently there's a, there's a verse in the good Bible that describes something about a bunch of different things like, uh, oats and barley and blah blah blah. I just imagined Reverend Lovejoy saying it in my head, and then I was like, "Nah, fuck that shit." Sam fucking Jackson, yeah, <laughs> fucking Jules Winfield. And you will know my name is Breakfast when I lay my oats upon thee. <laughs> I was dead, and I knew that as soon as I said that shit. I'm like, "That's what I learned this week." <laughs> And now we'll share that today on the podcast. That is what I have learned, you friends. You should have snuck a box of it and just sat here. I, sneak it? it? I could have just freaking bought a box. Bought. I would have happily paid for that prop. You should have bought it and just sat here, and we could have devoted five minutes to just watching you eat. <laughs> nah, that would be no, weird. And, and no, no. Just watch, with the box next to you, with just the Ezekiel whatever, and just sitting there with you looking at the camera, just eating it. And we can even have the Samuel L. Jackson audio playing. Royale? This is not a Royale with cheese. This is oats with. This is Royale with oats, motherfucker. <laughs> you can believe that shit, motherfucker. I was dead. I was beyond oh. the dead. I was. I, 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 to quote Goku, I am the dead. What's up? Oh, look, we got people joining from VDA. Art has invited our my, my friends from my old Destiny clan. There, there's Lovesick from, from from Destiny from my Destiny clan. So you guys can. Oh, so now we have gone long. We have we have gone long like Sam Zia. We are long, excessively long, unnecessarily you, long. unnecessarily long. Remember, you can always follow the show on Twitter. You can follow me 
at Dre GP podcast. You can watch us on Facebook live facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. You could do like art and crunchy and lovesick and watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. You know, the GP is geek philosophy. Oh yeah. It's not, it's not Greek falafels. It's not that because then they would be GF podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 good fucking yeah, yeah, you just got dumped on. Dre's good fucking podcast. Dre's good fucking podcast. Dre's good fucking podcast. Dre's great falafel podcast. See, I would have accepted good fucking podcast, you know. Well, sometimes that depends good. if you spell falafel with an F or a PH. What is this FUBU? Is this Fat Farm? Fat with a with a PH? Falafel? Are these are these falafels urban now? Have you made these falafels urban? Have you culturally appropriated these falafels and turned them sauce on them? <laughs> and fried chicken spiraling out of control. I'm just spiraling here. You could go to YouTube. There's classic episodes that I have not updated up there on YouTube. You can go to Dre's Geek Philosophy. Just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy. If you search for Dre's Greek Falafels, all you're going to find is an image that Enrique Cruz has made of me holding a pair of balls. My balls. I'm going to dip my balls in it. And some hummus. (laughs) If you want to check out my online comic... Dragon Ball Super Abridged. You can find that at uh, on Instagram at SoCalClone. That's what everybody on the on Twitch knows me as. <laughs> I have a I have a request, by the way. You have a request because you know the beginning. Is it awful? It, it's not awful at all. It's actually quite brilliant. Oh boy! <laughs> if, See, I tried to derail him. You know how uh, Dragon Ball Super, the early parts with Whis and Beerus, they were so consumed with food, and I know that you're in the midst of that section. That the, the, the list past Saturday's comic was all about them eating. Can you add a falafel into this? Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Well, fuck be, you and fuck yourself. It, Try be, some of this tahini, Beerus. <laughs> it'll be so meta. <laughs> God damn it. What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? You can always watch us live every Monday night at 8 p.m. You can catch us later on Facebook. Share this with your friends. If if you've gotten this far, hit the share button on Facebook. Anyone watching on Twitch, tell your friends. We're usually live when the internet works on Twitch.tv. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on whatever. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. I, I I wish I had the thing. I could just hold up the thing and just do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. But hit the button. I I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the button at some point. No people hit the share button. Oh you guys! I thought you were telling me hit, hit that button. No no don't hit that button. No. Share button. Share. Hit the share button. Share people. This is, share it. Share. If you want to listen, you know, if you don't want to see my face, but you just want to hear the dulcet tones of my voice, you can download this as a podcast on. SoundCloud, on iTunes, and on Stitcher. Just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And you'll find my face. You know, I had somebody tell me that they were were on SoundCloud. A person who I just met through one of my other jobs, Mm -hmm. they saw our show on SoundCloud, and I had not mentioned it. Oh, wow. 
apparently it came up in the algorithm. I don't know if they were watching things about dicks, <laughs> but they found us on SoundCloud. Holy shit, that's our first dick joke of the night. Is it? Yes. No. No. Yes. no. No, no, no. I talked about how your erection was holding up your fucking tray. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, but that's, and... not, a, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. <laughs> he did say he was excessively long. Yeah, that... I've already... That, we always two, make dick jokes. Those are two non-dick jokes. Those are two dick truths. <laughs> dick By the way, dick that truth. is a porn star name, Dick Truth. Dick Truth. <laughs> and starring Dick Truth. <laughs> You're taking the truth, baby. <laughs> you mean Richard Truth? Richard Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that dick ain't little. <laughs> you can't use a contraction. Uh, I cannot tell a lie. That the dick is the thing. truth. <laughs> the Richard. <laughs> I mean, we had to spiral out of control at some point. Yeah. <laughs> we had it's to. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say the, the whole, whole thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Richard Dick Truth? <laughs> like, like, like parentheses? Parentheses, Richard Dick Truth. Dick truth. My dick is the fucking truth. <laughs> and you know what? My, you know, my jizz is truth serum. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> oh. Show me the truth. You can't handle the truth. If, you know what? Honestly, I don't think a lot of people listen to the audio version don't get this. I don't think people get this far. <laughs> no. I, I know my friend Irv Danupatampa. He he got this far on last week's episode because he was messaging me later. <laughs> he was giving me his commentary on all the things that we talked about before. So, Irv, if you get this far, sorry. <laughs> or you're welcome. Not sorry. Or you're welcome. <laughs> I am not sorry at I, all. You're never sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you You were the opposite of sorry. You believe that you're a gift. I am grateful. <laughs> you are grateful to share your truth. You're going to share your truth with everyone. Yeah, he's, you're going to share your truth? My Richard truth. He's going to share his truth. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're compelled to come back, we'll be here again next Monday. Good night, Mom. If you want a show about comic books where there are significantly less dick jokes... Yeah. Pete has a show on Wednesday nights right here on Facebook <laughs> called the Multiverse Comic Book Show. If you go to facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast, you can watch Pete and myself, a, a, a much more subdued self, <laughs> if, I, if I do say so myself. We talk about comic books and we review comics. We talk mm -hmm. about comic book news. So Wednesday nights, 830 Pacific, if you want your comic book fix, if you got a... Need, you need some a hot dose, a hot load of comic books, Wednesday night. See, I got to stay on, on – I have to stay in, on, brand. In, <laughs> on brand. Thank you. I have to stay on brand here. If you want that hot load of comics, 8.30 p.m. on Wednesdays right here on Facebook Live. It's not on Twitch because I haven't done it. <laughs> maybe when I buy I, I'm, when I buy the monitor, maybe we'll set it up on Twitch as well. That way, I can get up to the uh, the, the 16 hours of streaming. I need to become a Twitch partner <laughs> or, or whatever. Uh, our, our good friend Matt Ness was explaining the whole process to me one night at, at Chicken Zardos. Ah, yeah, Bizardos. Uh, Bizardos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zombie Sardos. Thank you for watching. I I, I need to stop this because I, I we're just word vomiting now. <laughs> I'm just throwing up everywhere.
And so for Andre, Peter, and Dick Truth. And Dick, and Dick Truth. That that's your poor name now. Your poor name is now Dick Truth. I, I don't know. I'm sure you had poor names before, Sam Zia, but your poor name now is Dick, Dick Truth. Truth. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>